It's the Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty podcast. So we've got some predictions for 2020. We, we've dabbled in a little bit of uh, psychic tree. Is that what you call it when you're a psychic? Dabbled in the psychic tree? Yeah. Are you on acid I'm right a, now? I'm a little bit psychic. Fair enough. I can predict things. Fair enough. And, and you, you have a good sense of news and things that might happen this year. I have a sense of what's going to happen this year. My prediction for 2020, Carlo going to double its population when two more people move to town. Wow. Plausible. Clinton and Vanastra will become one big town. Clonastra. Sounds like a herpes medication. Oh, yeah. Take Clonastra if you have a breakout today. Clonastra, it's for you. I have a prediction for 2020. Premier Doug Ford, he'll say something that will trigger liberals. And in response, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau will say something that will trigger conservatives. The New Democrats will quietly weep in the corner. That's way out there, man. Or someone will open yet another pizza shop in Godrich. I just feel it. It'll be the 65th one. As the year comes to a close, Uber Eats released a list of predictions for food trends into 2020. Keto food options, still big. Alternative milks, like oat and nut milk. Dishes containing squid ink. It's a nice color. I don't know if it has any flavor, though. No, it doesn't. Squid ink. Adding collagen powders to your smoothies, coffee, and tea. Will it make me prettier? Yes, it makes your skin glow. Will it turn the bad feelings into good feelings? Apparently. So will reishi mushrooms. What the hell is that? Well, they're a special mushroom. They can be eaten whole or made into tea. Mmm, mushroom water. I don't want mushroom tea. Also, Brussels sprouts still slowly rising in popularity. People love them. Why? I love them, actually. I guess people are getting older. Is grandma doing the shopping again? She's buying Brussels sprouts. Well, we're all getting older. Kale, cabbage, bone broth, hummus and ginger also continue to rise in popularity. And of course, using cauliflower to make everything from gnocchi to pizza crust. It tastes just like real pizza. You should have it. No, I want real pizza. No, it tastes like cauliflower that's hard. I'm going to Domino's. Well, it's good to know that even the Pope messes up sometimes. He was passing through St. Peter's Square. The 82-year-old head of the Catholic Church caught on video slapping a a woman's hand. So what happened was he was with the congregation. This one lady was really excited to see the... It's the Pope. Who wouldn't be excited to see the Pope? So she yanks the vicar toward her and just hangs on to him. And that caused him to give her a little slap. He looks visibly angry. Yeah, he, he was he was mad. Or maybe he's just afraid. He's got to deal with a lot of security issues. His security should have been on that. Yeah, he probably gets death threats. So, I mean, part of me is like, I kind of get it. Somebody grabs you and you, you're nervous walking through the square as is. Quickly reacted. He did apologize, though. But I just can't imagine how that woman must feel getting hit by the Pope. Would she feel like she's just going straight to hell or what? If the Pope slaps you, do you go to hell? <laughs> I don't know. Is that how it works? I don't know how it works. Well, the Pope's the one doing the slapping, so she's kind of innocent. But the Pope is a Sagittarius. They're not very patient. He admits that he struggles with patience. And the lady was a Capricorn. And you know Sagittarius isn't Capricorns, right? <laughs> right? right. <laughs> yeah, so don't touch the Pope. Otherwise, you're going to get a... Can you blame him? It takes two hours to put on the Pope robe. It's a big investment. You gotta have patience. (laughs) Snowmanning, it's a new worrying dating trend. So we learned in November 
that there's this term called cuffing. It's where people hook up with someone just in time for the holiday season, so they're not alone on the holidays. Plus, in the cold weather, it's nice to have someone to cuddle up with. But then come January, they get snowmanned. Relationship melts away like a snowman would melt. Snowmanning, it melts. It's cold in January. (laughs) We're expecting some of our coldest temperatures in January. Honeymoon period is over in your relationship. You've had that Christmas. Maybe you've learned the person's not a good gift giver. Maybe you've learned uh, they don't pick clothes very well. Maybe we're not compatible. January is the time you break up with them. Plus, people are saying that they looked more attractive during the Christmas period perhaps due to beer goggles. I going to say you're drunk during Christmas. Drunk the whole December? Yeah, like, dude. <laughs> you're doing December wrong if you're not. I'm drunk right now. That's not true. Please don't call HR. So if you just got into a relationship, brace for the January snowmanning. We need to talk about this. We need to answer the eternal question. Do you or don't you leave the Service Ontario line when your child has broken their leg? I had to go to Service Ontario and renew my license plate stickers. How much you drop? Oh, it's like 450 bucks. Damn. Three vehicle stickers and your driver's license. That was another 90 bucks for a little hunk of plastic and a new picture. Just a hunk of plastic? I can make it myself. <laughs> you 90. sound like the oldest man. Are you kidding me? It's just all plastic. So you're waiting in line to give Doug Ford your money. Then you get a call from my son, who's at the skate park. Calls like, uh, Doug, I... I think I might have broke my leg, he said. You get that dreadful call. He no, didn't, no parent wants to get that. Well, he didn't sound that much in pain, and sometimes <laughs> sometimes maybe he can be a little dramatic. I'm not a doctor, but he didn't sound like he was in pain. So I go to him like, are, are, like, are you going to be okay if I stay in line here? <laughs> Because I don't want to lose my place. Was that wrong of me to stay in line? I don't know if it was wrong, but it wasn't right. <laughs> no. I thought afterwards, but I knew I'd only be five minutes tops. I was next waiting to be called. I knew he'd be okay. I just said, just sit on the bench. I'll be there as soon as I can. Don't put any pressure on it. The pressure I was under was my sticker is actually expired. I didn't want to drive to the skate park and get pulled over for not having my sticker. Could you imagine that? Can you imagine but there. my son, he's got a broken leg. Waiting for hours for his dad to come rescue him. Wow. The OBP me, have you in cuffs in the back of a cruiser. The things you have to think about when you're a parent. Well, how's he doing? I think he's okay. Just a bad bruise. One father of four, he is furious at a California Hilton. They didn't tell him when he booked his room for New Year's Eve that there was a thousand swingers showing up for the sexabration celebration swinger party. So the whole hotel is filled with these swingers. I guess swingers just look like regular people. Yeah, swingers are human beings like you and I, man. I don't know what they were doing that he was so offended that he wants his money back. I can tell you what they were doing. We'll talk about it off mic. Felt entitled to his money back because he said, hey, my family's here. Should have told me you had 40 rooms booked for the swingers. And the hotel saying, nah, these people are allowed to book rooms. I kind of get it. He should get his money back, right? It's not that the hotel did anything wrong, but it could have been worse, though. I mean, there could have been a Nickelback fan club going on next door. That's true. There could have been like a peewee hockey tournament going on and all all, all the kids playing mini sticks in the hallways. I went to a hotel once and they had this big poster up in the hallway. No mini sticks. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Peewee hockey tournament, Nickelback fan club, then the swingers. Finally, coming to a grocery store near you. Tim Bits breakfast cereal. What the hell? Birthday cake and chocolate glazed flavor. Good Lord. Was anybody asking for this? We are now. Now that I see it, I want it. Now that I've seen it, I want to eat it. It's more or less like, remember Cookie Crisp? 
Remember yeah. that cereal? Literally little chocolate chip cookies as cereal. How Nothing is, nutritional about it. How is that a breakfast? But the more I look at it, I think they're just repackaging corn pops and cocoa puffs. That's more or less what it looks like. That's all it is. That's they might as well like. repackage Honey Nut Cheerios and call them mini honey glazed donuts. Ooh, that's good. That's a good idea. I want those. Or you could just do what we all used to do. Grab a 20-pack of Timbits, put it in a bowl, put some milk in there, and eat that as the cereal. The breakfast of champions with heart disease. Mm. They could also venture into other products for people of everyday use. Cereal, certainly, but maybe like a maple-dipped beer might be kind of nice. Oh, yeah. That would be amazing. Or a walnut crunch beer. They don't have walnut crunch anymore, do they? No. I don't think they do. I miss that. For the teenagers, maybe a French vanilla Axe body spray. You could pour four liters of that on your body before you go to school. Choke everybody to death with the sweet smell of French vanilla. You just dab it behind your ears. Yeah. Like the old ladies do. The Globe and Mail, their review of the new Cats musical. It's a movie version of musical. The one that all the Gen Xers grew up with, but that millennials and Gen Zers have no idea about, never cared about. Nobody ever asked for this thing, but they released this monstrosity this weekend. Made six and a half million bucks. Absolute bomb. Yeah. At the box office. Globe and Mail said this, me, ow. The Celebrity Jam Cats is a horrifying monstrosity that deserves to be buried in the world's largest litter box. Oh, aren't movie reviewers the <laughs> worst writers? I feel like movie reviewers at this point are just trying to see who can come up with the best roast. Here's some of the other reviews. A cat astrophe. We watched Cats and lost all nine of our lives. Ugh. A sinister all-time disaster from which no one emerges unscathed. This movie really showed us its butthole. I have seen sights no human should see. You won't leave the theater purring. A boring disaster filled with joyless pussies, it says. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that was the Daily Beast. The worst pussy is a joyless one. The, the best one is just two words. Spay it. Spay it. <laughs> Very Bob Barker. Uh, so maybe don't see the movie, Cats. So my family and I, we want to go see it now and watch it as a comedy and just roast it. Watch it for how bad it is? Yeah. You're one of those families. We're one of those. Have fun. Let me know how it is. Two men were transported to hospital in Richmond Hill. The most Canadian crime was committed. These two guys got into a fight while armed with hockey sticks. Of course. Eventually, it spilled out into the middle of the street, and the neighbors were watching all this go down. When they were assaulting each other, was a car coming by, and they're like, car! And car! They, <laughs> they moved off the road until the car passed. Hey, they needed like a nice outdoor rink to take this all out on. That would have right? been great. Very Canadian crime. Yeah, do it in the game of sports. So one of these guys, he's currently under arrest for slashing? Slashing. Uh, yeah. This was literally a face-off, in that he took the other guy's face off with the stick. Ouch. Look at Matt making hockey jokes. Your mother and I are proud of you. People can't agree on when the decade ends, I guess. Who? Uh, just people. No Six people. You read this on a website and now we're blowing it up in the media. Well, probably, but it, it was an actual survey. 64% believe the next decade begins January 1st, 2020. But the Farmer's Almanac says that the next decade actually doesn't begin until next year, 2021. Does the Farmer's Almanac know how numbers work? Well, here's the thing. 
I just wanted to talk about this because there could be that one really annoying person at your party. You're bringing in the new decade with hope and sentiment and you're hugging your friends and you're singing Auld Lang Syne. And then there's that one idiot who's like, well, technically, because there was no year zero when the current era began more than 2,000 years ago, all decades, centuries, and millennia begin at year one. This is why we don't invite you to parties, Bill. There's a bill at every party. Tell them, we don't care. We're bringing in the new decade. Nobody invited you, Bill. That's why your wife divorced you. I've developed this whole backstory about Bill. I can just see Bill. He works at Bruce Power, grabs a tall boy on the way home. He's got a big neck. Yeah, he's got no neck at all. These Fitbit things people have. They track your steps. They track your heart rate. They track pretty well everything related to your health, and they're kind of cool. But turns out they're narcs because there was a girl and her boyfriend. They had their Fitbits synced up so that whenever he did a run, she would be alerted. Same with the other way around. Whenever she did a run, he would know, and they'd motivate each other. Except she was finding some weird activity on his Fitbit. Yeah, she caught her boyfriend cheating because there was this weird activity going on in the early hours of the morning where his heart rate and physical activity would have these spikes at like 3 a.m. Tracked it down to him cheating on her. There was also someone who'd synced up with their mom and said they were emotionally scarred because of some of the activity mom was getting into. The problem was buying a (laughs) Fitbit, dude. Apple Watches, they're not narcs. Apple Watch knows how to keep its mouth shut. (laughs) Google Watches, eh, they take bribes. We've all just experienced a week where we probably ate a month's worth of food in one week. And then all of a sudden we start thinking about, oh, I want to get fit in 2020. Just in time for your New Year's resolution. This is the year. This is the year we get fit. It's 2020. This is it, man. So some of the big trends coming up in 2020, they figure. Functional fitness is the big thing. Exercise that replicates actual physical activities you do in your everyday life, like shoveling snow or carrying groceries. You sort of simulate doing this stuff. Why don't you just do that stuff? Carrying groceries is for real, though, because nobody wants to take two trips from the car. You got to yeah. carry all the groceries in both your hands, all 17 bags. All 120 pounds weightlifting. Basically. People do become superhumanly strong when they're carrying groceries from the car. It's incredible. Something takes over. Workplace health and wellness programs. We're going to see more workplaces implementing things like meditation, maybe installing a gym. I tried installing a gym here at Country 104.9. No one used it. No, you had, a, you had gym equipment in the back. This I is did. A, this is a this true, is true story. story. You had gym equipment in the back and nobody touched it. <laughs> we all just ate our chocolates and moved on with our day. In, instead, you guys just judged me that I wasn't using it. Yeah. Oh, n- nice to see that gym equipment you brought being used by you. It's collecting some dust. We dry our clothes on it now. 21,000 people were injured just this year alone, slipping on ice. It's a big thing. So here's how you fall properly. You're supposed to never put out your hands because that's going to injure your wrists for one. But it's better than injuring my face. Well, that's what I'm thinking. But this is what the professionals say. What professionals? Who wrote this article? Fall professionals, I guess. Some facial reconstruction surgeon took out an ad being like, don't protect your face, let that get ruined. So you're supposed to actually tuck in your head to your chest. Basically, you crawl up into a little ball as you're falling because you have lots of time to think about all this. Tuck your head down so your forehead hits the ground first? This is making no sense. Fall like a ball. What are we, armadillos? Nobody has time to think about any of this mid-fall. Parkour? What kind of advice is this? Who gave this advice? It was like doctor's advice. No, it wasn't. No doctor said this. Emergency rooms were saying this. No ER physician said this. Yes, they were. (laughs) 
You got this from like Chatelaine or some magazine that's trying to get clicked. I got better advice. Just don't go out. Just stay inside and just drink your night away. So while I'm doing my grocery shopping, somebody who's just not aware of their surroundings blocking the aisle, cart parked right in the middle of the aisle, and the aisle is not wide enough for a cart to get by on either side. So I had to confront this person and say, hey, Matt, can you move your cart? Yeah, this was embarrassing. It was you. It was me. It was you. Who's the Huss man. <laughs> and I was so embarrassed because I've complained about this very issue on the air. I complained about it all the time. What a hypocrite I am. Cart right in the middle there, and I had to just go to the other end to get some beans. But I helped you find the chips. So you made up for it. But just be aware when you're doing your grocery shopping and you're standing in line and you're mad that the lineup is so long, A, you're contributing to it, and B, be kind to retail staff. Or they are doing their darn best. They want to get you out as quickly as possible. There is a lineup. Chill out. And to think that you think the lineup you're in is bad. For them, that lineup lasts their entire eight-hour shift. Just be kind to everybody. And don't leave your cart in the road. If you're heading to this pot shop to get your resupply, you can get edibles starting today. But it's all gummies and chocolates and jelly beans. I want some more sensible options. I want things I have every day. Yeah, like food we eat all the time. Like even some nutritious options like calebus. Ooh, I love calebus. Calebus salad. A lean cuisinebus. It's only 190 calories, but you eat six of them because you're high. Or instead of a banana, a banganja. It's a new fruit. That's not English. You could have pot pickles. You make a brine soaked in weed, and then you put the cucumbers in. Pot mm. pickles. Mm. Or you want to get high on potatoes? Potato weeges. Potato weeges instead mm. of wedges. McDonald's could sell chicken nugs, like a little <laughs> nug of pot instead of the nuggets, deep fried nuggets of weed. Yeah, or ice cream flavors like heavenly hash. Ooh. Oh, that's already taken. They already have heavenly Or you hash. can make a whole ice cream shop. Stoned slab creamery. Stoned slab creamery. Look mm. at you. Nicely done. We're going to get sued. Who doesn't love a good burger? Call it a beefer. Like reefer, but with beef. It's clever. <laughs> Why can't the Bible be inspiration for a video game? That's the question answered by I Am Jesus Christ. It's a new game that's coming out where you, the player, you actually get to be in the shoes or sandals, I guess you could say, of Jesus Christ himself. Is it a shooter? Like, is it like modern warfare? Of course not. That's not Jesus's style. It's an so. honest question. Most games are first-person shooters now. This is an alternative. You go around and you're watching the trailer. He puts his hands on this blind woman and she sees, and then he goes over to this basket and like simultaneously all this fish starts coming out because he can make fish out of nothing. And it would then, have been weird if he turned the blind guy's <laughs> eyes into fish. <laughs> it's like, Oops. oh, you used the wrong spell. <laughs> Calm, stormy seas, all stuff like this. And then during the trailer, there's this little peek at the, the very end where... Spoiler alert. Dies. Or does he? So you think he's on his, his last life in the game. And the health bar goes down. The health bar is down to nothing. And then they show some hands removing the stone from the tomb. Holy moly. So he's got extra lives. The best part of this game is you don't need cheat codes. That's right. You just have infinite lives built right into the character. I laugh every Wednesday morning when I come in because you got this big smile on your face and there's this palpable, exciting energy in the air because you were looking at the 
local flyers. Yeah, if you go online on Wednesday, the grocery store <laughs> flyers come out a day early. It's awesome. And you just get so excited about this. And the other thing you get super excited about is if you're going back to visit the family in London, nonstop talking about, I'm going to go to Costco and I'm going to get this and this and this. And I always tell you about Costco and I'm like, you should come to Costco with me. Have you have you been to Costco? I think if you went to Costco, Matt, it would change your life. And I realized I'm kind of talking in, in a way some religious people talk. You are. And that's not a criticism, but you'll get some people who are touched by religion and that's fine. And they're like, I want you to have the same happiness that I feel when I go to this institution. And I'm doing that with you with Costco. I was like, Matt, you can buy like three dish soap detergent things in one package and it's so much cheaper because it's wholesale. And you I'm should like, experience Costco. It'll bring bliss to your heart, Matthew. And I'm like, I don't have space for all that bulk buying. Yeah, so it, I feel like I'm getting a little religiously kind of pushy. And it just doesn't appeal to me. And so finally, I told you this morning, I don't want to go to Costco. I have found my own faith. It's called Loblaws. It's a me- but it's a mega church. It's not really for you. Sometimes food basics. I go there too. I worship there as well. So one thing I've learned just from reading the news is that you got to be very specific when you're ordering a birthday cake from a bakery. I saw somebody who ordered a cake and handed the bakery a USB drive and said the photos on this thing. And they decorated the cake with a photo of the USB drive, (laughs) of the thumb drive itself. Yeah, there's this one dude wanted an army cake because he was in the military. And they basically made a cake with a flexed arm on it. It was army. Uh, So you got to be specific. Eight-year-old Montreal boy, Jacob. He's the only Toronto Maple Leafs fan in his family. Probably in the city of Montreal. Perhaps. Mom gets him a birthday cake, Toronto Maple Leafs birthday cake. He had one last year. Loved it. The bakery asked for a picture of the logo, but she said, oh, no, no, it's a popular team. Just Google it. Just Google the Maple Leafs. Pick up the cake, and it's this cake with the Maple Leaf Meats logo on it. (laughs) Nice. Oh, I love that. And the kid was so upset. (laughs) He was so upset. I guess the meat's more popular than the team at this point. Yeah, they're doing better. Because when the bakery Googled it, that's what comes up first. I think Maple Leafs Foods is second in the Atlantic Division. Yeah, they probably have a better team, the Maple Leaf Meats team. Probably a little bit. I guess Maple Leaf makes better meat than the Leafs play hockey, so... That's fair. Locally here, the Wingham Iron Men were celebrating wanted a cake once, and they got a picture of the superhero Iron Man. He's famous right now. He's popular right now. Iron Man's popular. It can happen. There is a bakery. They were asked to make a Clinton-themed cake, made a Hillary Clinton cake. Oh, You Google Clinton, you're going to get Hillary. Holmesville, they wanted a cake, and they made a cake with just a pile of garbage on it. Because it got the dump there. Holmesville dump, totally. They should have known. There's one woman who wanted a cake with a Bayfield theme, but there just wasn't enough weed butter for the cake. Or that time Auburn ordered a cake. We want an Auburn cake. Came with hints of red in the icing. I had a similar experience. I ordered a Huron County cake. It was just entirely white. A little bit of brown in the corner. It was vanilla, wasn't it? Pepsi's rolling out a new tagline. That's what I like. It's kind of lame. I could do better. Figured we could do better for some... Local, yeah. local businesses who don't already have a slogan. For example, Tim Hortons. Tim Hortons, like you have another choice. Or Canada's Bathroom, I like to call it. What would we do without Tim him? Hortons, Canada's Bathroom. I like that. Isn't that good? Seven acres, high on life and weed. Walmart, yes, you can wear that. Pizza, pizza, mmm, cardboard. YMCA, yes, the pool is closed. No, you can't know why.
Dollarama. What did you expect for a dollar? YMCA. Naked old people since 1926. Febreze. Mix your bad smells with another smell. YMCA. The pickleball capital of Huron County. KFC. The K stands for keto. Mmm. Mm. It's keto. It is chicken. Good it's for you. To do a decade in review quiz with you, Fatty. A lot of things happened this decade that you probably forgot about. The highest grossing film in 2011 was the final installment of a series of eight films. What film was that? That was Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2. Oh, look at you. In December 9th of 2012, there was a tiny monkey in a vest found roaming a parking lot. What store? I can't remember the monkey's name, but it was in Ikea. Yeah, that's good. Oh, what, in the mon- yeah, the monkey had a little jacket. I can't. Yeah, that vest. <laughs> yeah. He had that fashionable vest. The Ikea monkey. The Ikea monkey. what we know him as. This therapy toy in 2017 was everywhere you look. Toy aisles, mall kiosks, gas stations. What was that toy? That was the fidget spinner. Correct the mundo. Sure was. In 2017, over 1 million people tuned in to watch the birth of this animal. Oh, that was, uh, oh, was her name April? April the giraffe? Her yeah, yeah, yeah. That was what I was looking for. The, yeah. the mother's name was correct. Mother's name was April. More. September 2010, this artist wore a dress made of meat. That was Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga, and she's still relevant today. She's still killing it today. Yeah, she amazing. was in that A Star Is Born movie that made everybody depressed. Yeah. It was a good movie, though. If you're filling out some important papers this year, be sure not to abbreviate the date. That's what scam experts are telling us. Because if you wrote, say, today's date on a legal document, one six. 20, someone could take that document that you signed and simply put something after the 20. Like 2017 or 2019? Yeah, like maybe the person who takes your rent. They could say, well, you said here that you were going to pay starting in 2017 and there's two years here of back pay that you haven't paid. A scam along those lines. You don't want to short form it because Matt Hussey has made this mistake, short forming. You used to text your family LOL. Yeah, and I thought it meant lots of love. It means laugh out loud. Yeah, but you would send heart-filled emotional texts. Seriously, I did this a couple times before someone pointed out, like, you realize it means lots of laughs. So you'd be like, mom is sick. LOL, or Uncle Pete just passed away. LOL. LOL. Oops. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know the short forms. Stacy's having complications. LOL. Ouch. So you made that mistake, and you've since corrected it. Now I know. Sending your daughter texts when she's away at college. Miss you lots, honey. LOL. Now I just say lots of love. Lots of love. You can now get spiky bodysuits for your small dogs. It's now a thing. <laughs> Sounds like a fetish thing, but it's not. It's to protect them. <laughs> oh, yeah. The dog looks like it belongs in a bike gang or looks something. Looks like it belongs in a heavy metal video. It's got the spikes on its back, some leather. There's a shredding guitar solo. Oh, it's awesome. It covers the parts of the dog where coyotes or other aggressive dogs would normally go for. Or also if there's an eagle or an owl, sometimes picks up small dogs, protects them from that. Genius. The worst part is it's still not going to protect your home from an intruder. (laughs) Shih Tzu, not protecting your home. No. Teacup Poodle, not doing it. Springer Spaniel, also not doing it. That's what Matt has. You have a, your dog is awesome. I love Uber like crazy. He's a good guard dog. Nope. Worst guard dog ever. When you were away, I'd walk him. And as I'm walking up to the house, barking his butt off at me. Mm -hmm. And I enter the code and walk into your house. And he's in your room and I have to go get him. And he's just like super shy. Lovely dog. I love him to death. 
worst guard dog ever. I know. But he's so sweet. But he's such a good boy. We always like to help out the kids with our stuff to do list. Yeah, and they're going to need stuff to do on Wednesday because public schools across Huron and Perth County is going to be closed. They could always shovel a driveway. And if you don't like the neighbor, they could shovel more snow onto their driveway. Be productive and get vengeance. Take down the Christmas lights on the house. Ladders are safe for kids, right? Kids love ladders. Or the Christmas tree. I'm sure they can be trusted to clean up all the needles. Kids are clean. Make a lasagna. That takes about six hours. School hours. Teenagers. Get out the scissors and sewing machine and turn all of your pants into shorts. Yeah, it's wintertime. Stop complaining about the Wi-Fi. Just rewire the router already. You know how to do that. You're a teenager. It's in your DNA. A banana duct taped to a wall sold for $120,000. It was an art piece forced us to question how we value material goods in the world, I guess, the meaning behind this ridiculous amount of money. But if I bought this, I would have let the banana ripen, make muffins out of that banana, and then sell the muffins for like 300000 Staple the muffins to the wall? Yeah. Except we know you wouldn't do that because how many frozen bananas do you have in your freezer right now, honestly? I got a ton. <laughs> Every time a banana starts to go a little bit overripe, I think, I'll throw it in the freezer and I'll make muffins later. You There's- bought three chest <laughs> freezers. They're all filled with bananas. <laughs> no joke. We always make that promise to ourselves. I'll I'll freeze the banana and we'll we'll make muffins later. It never happens. Well, in this case, there's no muffins that are even going to be made because some guy walked up to the art piece, ripped off the duct tape, peeled the banana and ate it. Probably tasted better though. I like my 57 cent bananas over at the grocery store. That's right. They're fantastic. Finally, coming to a grocery store near you. Tim Bits breakfast cereal. What the hell? Birthday cake and chocolate glazed flavor. Good and Lord. Was anybody asking for this? We are now. Now that I see it, I want it. Now that I've seen it, I want to eat it. It's more or less like, remember Cookie Crisp? Remember yeah. that cereal? Literally little chocolate chip cookies as cereal. How Nothing is- nutritional about it. How is that a breakfast? But the more I look at it, I think they're just repackaging Corn Pops and Cocoa Puffs. That's more or less what it looks like. That's all it is. They might as well repackage Honey Nut Cheerios and call them Mini Honey Glazed Donuts. Ooh, that's good. That's a good idea. I want those. Or you could just do what we all used to do. Grab a 20-pack of Timbits, put it in a bowl, put some milk in there, and eat that as the cereal. The breakfast of champions with heart disease. Mm. They could also venture into other products for people of everyday use. Cereal, certainly, but maybe like a maple-dipped beer might be kind of nice. Oh, yeah. That would be amazing. Or a walnut crunch beer. They don't have walnut crunch anymore, do they? No. I don't think they do. I miss that. For the teenagers, maybe a French vanilla Axe body spray. You could pour four liters of that on your body before you go to school. Choke everybody to death with the sweet smell of French vanilla. You just dab it behind your ears. Yeah. Like the old ladies do. Remember back in the day, you could go to a yard sale and someone would be like, yeah, do you want to buy my old pair of golf clubs for two bucks? Now it's like, want to buy my vintage pair of golf clubs for $1,000? They're worth more than they are new because they're vintage. Well, people are now doing this with the old Tim Hortons lids. They changed their lids, what was it, a month and a half ago, two months ago? Some people upset. They don't like the new lids, including Justin Bieber. He made a big thing about it. Stratford pop boy Justin Bieber uh-huh. went to Instagram to complain about the new Tim Hortons lids. The old ones were awful too, right? The old ones weren't as good. I, I like these new ones. I always got coffee on my lap, drips of coffee on my lap. Yeah, and sometimes they'd fall off. They weren't as secure. But some people are convinced those old lids 
kids were just the best thing ever. And now people are selling them on the classifieds. One of them for $1,000. A used one. You did a search on the Facebook Marketplace for some Tim Hortons lids, the old style ones. There's a bunch of them. People have whole stacks of these things. They're selling them for $5 each. Can you just sell anything that's old regardless of how useful or useless it is? Yeah, you just tag that word vintage onto it. I got a pair of vintage underwear. It's vintage. I got the stains to prove it too. There's a business. They're tired of people taking long washroom breaks with their phones. Kind of a modern problem. So what they've done is they put up a sign. If in bathroom for more than 10 minutes, a smell check will be completed to ensure employees not sitting there on their phone. If it does not stink, employees' name will be reported to the office. Can you imagine? It's stressful enough going to the washroom at work. I don't know, dude. That's, uh, people are going to get creative, though. You have that <laughs> rule where after five minutes, after ten minutes, you go in and you smell the bathroom to make sure they're pooping in there. At that point, you go to the store after work and you get the the fart spray. You can buy spray that smells like poo. Ah. Uh. And you just spray that in the bathroom. All you need is one spray and it'll smell like that all day long. Well, the thing that I don't get here is who's the lucky employee entrusted with this noble task? <laughs> it's your turn today, dude. Uh, guys, I noticed you were spending more time in the bathroom. <laughs> so if uh, Matt and Fatty could maybe go to the bathroom a little less. Uh, yeah, but you're on smell check duty today. You guys are on smell check duty. <laughs> I refuse to do it after that last incident, after Taco Tuesday. So if it stinks, then you don't get in trouble. But if it doesn't, you do. This is crazy. You just make it stink all the time. So as the business cracking down on washroom breaks, they suspect a bunch of their employees are just sitting there on their phones. And so they started doing smell checks. If the bathroom doesn't smell, you might get in trouble. You worked at a grocery store before you worked at the radio station. I did, and I understand this problem. I had this one employee, got this brand new phone. It was one of those big ones, too. That got the big fat screen on yeah, it. Yeah, kept going up to the washroom, and I'd see him pull out that phone before going in the door because the door to the washroom was visible from where we worked. Kid didn't realize we were watching him. He would go up there twice an hour and you hire somebody to get the work done. So eventually he had to let this kid go, realize he was just sitting there watching movies or something. And he used the argument that you can't fire me for going to the bathroom. It's a human thing. I got to go to the bathroom. Exactly. But we're like, no, we're not firing you because you're going to the bathroom. We're firing you because you're not doing any work. Because you're incompetent. <laughs> there was literally no work getting done. Did you ever hear from him again? I think it was just transferred to a different department. No, okay. Away from the bathroom. Team Canada, the World Junior Hockey Championship. 4-3 win over Russia for the gold medal. It was fantastic. But that's not what they saw in a lot of parts of Russia. One station, they put the gold medal game on another station. They aired the 2011 World Juniors where Canada faced Russia and Russia won. People are watching it thinking this is live. And then when Russia won, they started celebrating on social media like, yeah, we did it. I've heard, though, of some Leaf fans doing this. They're tired of losing, so they just rewatched the 1967 game. Yeah, they've been watching that for 50, 60 years now. The power of denial. Family planning on a simple meal of a frozen pizza. Instead, their night was ruined by a snake that crawled into the oven. They started smelling something and realized it was smoke, opened up the oven, and there was a roasted snake sitting there. How does that happen? I guess the snake maybe went in there thinking there's some food in there. Usually there's some crumbs in there. I know the feeling. I've had this happen. You had a snake in your damn oven? No, a mouse. 
What? It's not any better. I started smelling that burnt hair smell. Like opened up. There was a mouse in the oven because there's stuff on the bottom of the oven. Even grease and stuff, they'd probably get in there and like to lick it. It's disgusting. Dealt with the mouse problem, by the way. You should have moved and burned down the house. You, well, find, a, you find a mice near, a mouse near your food in the oven, you move far, far away. 18-inch snake, though. Good Lord. Better than pineapple. I guess so. Yeah, it could have been worse. It could have been pineapple or even worse. You could have ordered from Pizza Pizza. It's- Police were called to the Delta Hotel in Thunder Bay. Not the Delta. At the Delta. After reports of an armed robbery. So this guy went up to the front desk and took a cell phone belonging to a clerk there. When confronted by the clerk, he pulled out a metal object. Ooh. Clerk thought it was a gun, gave over the phone. So this guy's dumb on a lot of levels because the police tracked him right to his house because they used the GPS on the phone. This is what happens if you steal the phone. They can find you. Yeah, there's a find my phone app on every smartphone. And then the dude told the officers, no, I didn't have a gun. It was a harmonica. Oh, it was just a harmonica. (laughs) Harmonica. So he actually was right. He led the officers to the stolen cell phone in a nearby parking lot and right beside it was a harmonica. You have a bunch of harmonicas. I do have like four different ones. You can commit a lot of felonies No kidding. You you can arm your whole family. All in different keys. So he was charged with robbery with an offensive weapon. I don't find harmonicas offensive. I mean, it's not like he robbed him with a banjo. That's offensive. Or its larger cousin, the accordion. Oh, that's really offensive. To prison for life. That's a hate crime. There's an organization called the CRTC. They regulate your mobile phone company. They regulate this radio station. We're federally regulated. That's why we can't swear. We've tried. Trust me. They got to start filtering spam phone calls. Doesn't mean you're not going to be getting any scam phone calls, but it means you'll be getting fewer, hopefully. I get calls from, I think might be my own bank, but I don't pick them up. You see CIBC on the phone and you're like, I don't know. It's to the point you don't trust anyone anymore. I think a lot of the ways people get our phone number might be through these retail outlets. (laughs) Why are retail outlets asking for our phone numbers now? I've told this story before. I was buying a pair of shoes and the clerk was like, can I have your postal code? No. Can I have your email? Can I just give you money and you give me shoes and then we end this transaction? That's what's supposed to happen. I went to buy a t-shirt once and this girl at the checkout wasn't going to give me my t-shirt until I gave her my phone number. And give I said, me the shirt. I said, it's nothing personal. I just want the t-shirt and I don't want to get scam phone calls. And she said, well, we're, we'll never call you. We'll never use it against you. I don't care. Yes. You won't, but someone could hack your organization and get my phone number. So no thanks. You've been married for quite a long time. You got married well before the online dating phenomenon. Yes. Never so, done that. You've never, never done the Tinder. No. I, I've, I did the Tinder before I started seeing Trish the Dish. And periodically on Tinder, you'd see people who, are, if they're fans of the show The Office or Arrested Development, they'd post photos. Their profile photo would be of Michael Scott or Jim from The Office. And you just kind of scroll past these people. You pay no mind. But there have- was a famous actress, one of the most famous actresses ever, who was on one of these dating sites where you do the swiping. For real, and she wanted to date somebody. But Sharon Stone, she's currently single, and she's on the dating app Bumble. A bunch of guys reported her account as being fake because they thought, there's no way that can be the real Sharon Stone. Turns out it was, so Sharon Stone took to the other social media sites to say, hey, Bumble, uh, it's me. You're excluding me from your service. Don't shut me out of the hive, she says. So these guys that reported her as fake could have dated her. They could have had a shot 
with Sharon Stone. I know. She's, on a, she's on a hookup app. <laughs> Good for her, man. Good for her. Danny DeVito still struggling on Tinder, though. Still struggling. Canada's wild pigs. They've been called one of our most invasive species. So now there's a problem because they found a way to survive the winter. Normally these things die. Yeah. They're not winter animals, but they found a way. Nature found a way. They are so smart. What they do is they create a pigloo. It looks just like an igloo burrow into the ground and then they know enough to pack up snow to insulate it and the bad news here is within these burrows they can breed throughout the winter they're having pig orgies and they have lots of little piglets yeah and then they emerge in the spring with this feral pig army is this how the invasion begins this is how the end begins sir i'm wondering it's kind of crazy but the silver lining is i mean if you got some bush in your backyard maybe you got some feral pigs on your property you got your christmas ham covered already they basically built the oven for you too the igloo ovens you just build a fireplace right inside the igloo cook that pig up Mm -hmm. you got your christmas ham it's all set and done you got some bacon the next day as well those little piglets they are tender oh stop What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas unless it's an adorable yet disturbing video of pigeons wearing tiny cowboy hats. Why? Nobody knows. The guy in the video is like, these freaking birds have hats on, bro. And they're so confused. (laughs) Were they vaping? (laughs) Yo, bro, it's got a hat. Animal activists, of course, are concerned that they're glued on or stapled on or something. So it could be very dangerous for the pigeons. But at least they're ready for Lucknow Music in the Fields next year. That's right. They're all dressed up already. Well, maybe they're planning on taking the flight up to Lucknow. Some tube tops on them, some Daisy Duke shorts. Hey, don't pigeonhole them. Might like other kinds of music too. Shame on you. I spent my New Year's Eve with a bunch of boomers. The bunch of boomers. I didn't say it negatively. Neither did I. A bunch of boomers. It was so much fun. I don't know what doctors are giving these boomers, but they sure have more energy than me. You were DJing a party. But every year I'm just baffled by how they can have so much energy. So most of them show up early, have their dinner, then they want to just get dancing by about 9 o'clock. And this is people who are like 60 plus. Yeah, they just start dancing. They demand they start dancing. And then dance nonstop. And we're talking Casey and the Sunshine Band, all all that old funk music, a workout, every single song. Yeah, but the doctor has given them those good painkillers. I don't know what they're on. Edith had her hip replacement. She's sharing her pills. One other younger couple, more around my age, and they even took a break and went up to their room and had a little snooze. Well, yeah, they're younger. They're probably working two, three jobs. Well, maybe that's the case. I could not get them to to shut down. It went on till about 2 a.m. So eventually I had to start playing some hint songs. Na-na-na-na, hey-hey, goodbye, and closing time, and time to say goodbye. Yeah. Time to you say don't have to sing it goodbye. Either. See you later. Get the hell out of here by oh. ACDC. The bar's about to close by Willie Nelson. I want to go to bed. You sing it to your wife every single night. Ba-bum-ching. <laughs> There's a new health and wellness trend. Tanning your perineum. You guys, it's the space between your ball sack and your butthole. Okay. The whole reason I was going to say perineum is so you didn't say those words. Yeah. Anyways, you just explained it well. And they say that just 30 seconds of sunlight to this region is equivalent to a full day of sunlight. It doesn't see much sunlight ever. When was the last time you tanned your perineum? I don't think I ever had. Well, there you go. This is why probably I'm having troubles, because if you do, apparently you get surges of energy almost immediately. Better sleep, 
better connection to your energy, and better control of your life force. There you go. So maybe we need to do this. But my concern is come summer here in Godrich, there's going to be some of these wacko healer people going to want to do this. We're going to have to have signs ready. This is horrible. Don't tan your taint. The kids don't want to see it. It's not cool. And everybody knows if you want to do that, you got to go down the road to Bayfield. Apparently, our ancestors had a secret to happiness. I guess we're just rediscovering this now, according to some health gurus. You're supposed to expose your nether regions to the life-giving eye of the sun. 30 seconds of sunlight is equal to a full day with your clothes on. They claim it gives you surges of energy, better sleep, better connection to your life force. Is that a Star Wars reference? Sounds like it. I don't want to see this on Huron County beaches, though. I don't want to see people enjoying Ontario's West Coast, legs next to their ears, sunning their perineum. So I think we're going to need a sign. Like, no perineum tanners beyond this point. It taint allowed. Watch for holes on the beach. Perineum tanners face west only. The people on the Beach Street Station patio are there for the sunsets only. You don't want to see the moon. We could put a sign up saying, we've had enough holes open up along the lakeshore this year due to erosion. We don't want to see yours too. St. Christopher's, that's a special dog beach. Maybe they can take part of that and have like a perineum tanning section. It's inclusive. To make it even nicer, you could have some atmospheric music. Brown-eyed girl, wagon wheel, some appropriate songs for people sunning their buttholes. And it's been quite a decade. Let's do some trivia, fatty. I'm going to see how well you remember the decade. In the winter of 2010, Paul Bear Vasquez enchanted the internet when he shared a video he recorded of this awe-inspiring event. That was the double rainbow? Yeah. Was that the double it's rainbow? The double oh rainbow my again. God, it's full oh. on. <laughs> double <laughs> rainbow all the way across the sky. <laughs> what does it mean? <laughs> I love that play. <laughs> That really puts into perspective how far YouTube's come because that was one of the first YouTube videos I ever saw. And that was just pure joy in his voice. That was only 10 years ago. He was so high. Oh my God, it's full on. (laughs) Yeah. In the beginning of 2013, thousands of people uploaded videos of themselves and friends dancing to this iconic earworm song. Ugh. We did that here at the office at the time, too. Did you really? The, The Harlem Shake? Yeah. Yeah. On February 11th, 2012, this 48-year-old legendary singer was found dead. The day before the Grammys, too. Put oh. a damper on the Grammy oh, ceremony. Oh, jeez, I don't... Was it Dustin Diamond, the actor who played Screech on Say by the Bell? No, not even close. A singer. Was he a singer? Nope. I said legendary singer. I know. Whitney Houston. Oh, right. Yeah. That was this decade? Damn. 2012. And she popularized Dolly Parton and said, I will always love you as well. That's right. Kind of made that song re-famous again. Let's do a quiz. The decade in review. There was a lot of exciting things that happened this decade. Okay, December 2012. People thought the world was going to end. Why? It was the Mayan calendar. The Mayan calendar came to an end in 2012. Yeah, like that has something to do with the world ending. <laughs> I wish it did end. <laughs> In 2016, fans across the world mourned the deaths of three huge 
musical icons. Name one of them. This was 2016. Name one of them. It's a disaster of a year. Uh, that was the year. We got Prince that year. We got David Bowie that year. And I can't think of the third one. Correct the mundo. George Michael. George Michael. It's tragic. And yeah. all way too young to die. And he was right before Christmas, too. It was I think just... it was Christmas Day or the day before Christmas, and everybody was playing Last Christmas that oh, day. It was just one person after the next. It was tragic. In February 2015, the world was torn apart as friends, families, and neighbors argued over the color of this item. Oh, was it the dress? Yeah. That is correct. Do you remember what the correct color was? Neither were right. <laughs> well, it was blue and black. Officially. Was it actually blue and black? Yeah. But and people, people thought, thought it was, was white and gold. Yeah, gold somehow. <laughs> Similarly, in May of 2018, a confusing audio recording completely fractured the internet into two camps. What were those camps? Yanni and uh, Yolanda, Yolanda, something like that. Yanni. Uh, <laughs> Laurel. Yeah. Laurel. Yeah. Did you hear Yanni when I said Laurel? You know, Laurel. I don't know. For some reason, you could hear both. It was bizarre. <laughs> One more. In May 2016, a gorilla became internet famous. Why? Oh, this breaks my heart. It's the tough one, right? Harambe? Harambe. Some kid, some stupid child. I'm, I shouldn't blame the child. Stupid parent. Some stupid parent wasn't watching their kid. Kid got into the ape enclosure. And the handlers were like, we had to save the kid, so we had to shoot the gorilla. And a lot of people were siding with the gorilla. Did they think that they should shoot the kid? No, no. they thought that they should save the kid and save the gorilla. Shoot the parent. <laughs> I was at Canada's Wonderland, and there was two young kids. They must have been seven. And the one kid was scared to go on a ride. And the first kid said, do it for Harambe. And they both went on the <laughs> ride together. I swear that happened. Oh, everyone loved that gorilla. It was beautiful. Rest yes. in peace, Harambe. That was, a, that was one of the tragic deaths of 2016. It sure was. The Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty Podcast.